Hi there, my name's Oscar. And my name's Alex. And you're listening to episode 5 of Control Alt and Geek. Today we'll be talking about Queen. And interesting cell phone rules at concerts. And you know, whatever else we want to talk about. This is Control Alt and Geek.
So that was Under Pressure by Queen featuring David Bowie. Honestly, I don't know if I needed to introduce that one. You really didn't. That That's, song is just self-explanatory as is. It's such a classic. Even that bass line, that do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Classic. It's two notes. That's what blows my mind about that bass line. Really? It's, yeah, it's do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, yeah, like, I guess that's so. That's it. It's just two notes, in, uh, but the rhythm is what makes it so catchy, so iconic, you know? Yeah. It's such a gr- Oh, man, that song gives me shivers. It, it's 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 heartbreaking to think that you know both Freddie Mercury and David Bowie have passed away at this point. I know, God, I just I still can't believe that. Do you remember uh, when where you were when you heard that David Bowie had passed away? I do. I was actually with my dad. We were going somewhere in the city, and then they just said on the radio David Bowie had passed away, and my dad was like, "No way," because like my dad was a really big fan of him. Yeah, no, he uh, he he was an iconic artist too. Like the one of my favorite songs by him is uh, "Starman." Yes, you know, yeah. <laughs> and oh. Let's Dance. I Let's played dance that on like... Band Hero all the time, and Band my mom Hero, got sick yes. of it. <laughs> yeah. Band Hero, I missed that game. I only got it because Taylor Swift was endorsing it. Yeah. And I was like, I need that. Like, Taylor Swift is in it. I need it. That's exactly why we got it, because my sister was a huge fan of Taylor Swift, and I'd always wanted one of those, like, Guitar Hero-esque Same. games. So for Christmas, we got it that one year. We'll talk about Band Hero uh, in a f- uh, like uh, push that into the future, like uh, well, in the, into the future, meaning like in a few minutes. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I just want to keep talking about David Bowie. Yeah, because uh, Starman is a really great song. Yeah. Uh, have, have you seen the movie The Martian? No. With uh, Matt Damon, uh, they use it in um, in a trailer for it, and it just works so well. It's such an uplifting song. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low. Oh. I saw a video on Twitter. Uh, I think it was the night that David Bowie had passed away. There was this group uh, meeting uh, in London somewhere, and everyone was singing Starman. Aww. And it was just such a powerful video. It's so sad, so tragic. I was in, um, I was on a vacation when I heard about it, and I was just shocked. I was genuinely shocked. Same, because no one really like saw it coming because it was... Um... I think people did see it coming because he, oh, oh, okay. he was suffering from cancer. But I thought he didn't tell anyone, though, and like, just close family members and family Oh, knew. was that? Was I that... think so, but I could be wrong. No, no, it's very possible he did that. Hold on, let me look it up.
Oh no, yeah, you're completely right. Yeah, he uh, he was diagnosed with liver cancer 18 months before his death, but he never made the news of the illness public. God, that's so heartbreaking. I know, and then he, he wrote his final album, Black Star, um, and most of it was related to death. Have you listened to anything off of Black Star? Not really, no. I think the most um, interesting song on it, or one of my favorite at least, is Lazarus. Oh, yeah, I think I heard about that one. Mm-hmm, Lazarus. And you, do you know the story of Lazarus? No. It's a Bible story. So, yeah, in the Bible, uh, it's a story of Lazarus. Uh, Jesus brought him back from the dead. So the fact that David Bowie called his song Lazarus relating so much to death, knowing he was about to die, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a That's haunting. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. He also brought out 25 albums. I just counted. That's crazy. 25 albums. 25 albums. That's ridiculous. 1967 to 2016. No, yeah. David Bowie was such an accomplished artist. He, oh man. He was a cool dude. Like you said, like Let's Dance, um, uh, Starman, Space Oddity, so many heroes. Heroes is one of my favorite songs by him. Yeah. There's so many songs that I can't even think of right now and they're, ugh. (laughs) And and it's it's crazy to think that he collaborated with Queen on such an I know a powerful song. That you know? song is just such a bop. It's so good. On the topic of Queen, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? It came out a few days ago, didn't it? Like over the weekend? Yeah, it did. I haven't had a chance to see it, but I I'm trying to see it this week, I think. Yeah, I I haven't seen it either, but uh my good friend Catherine went to see it and she loved it. Yeah, that's what I've heard from a lot of people that they've loved it. I know there are some mixed reviews, but I can't say anything since I haven't seen it. So. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm surprised too. I've heard mixed reviews, but one thing I've heard, um, like it's unanimous, uh, Rami Malek's performance, his uh, portrayal of Freddie Mercury, uh, it's getting acclaim. Like it, it's people love that I uh, wouldn't performance. Be su- I wouldn't be surprised if he got an Oscar nomination, honestly. Honestly, yeah. I could um, see it. That, that'd be his... Uh, has he gotten an Oscar? Or is it an Emmy? I don't Emmy? know. Because has he won? No, I don't know, actually. Hold on. Let me look this up again. He won uh, Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series for Mr. Robot. So, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up winning or at least getting nominated for an Oscar uh, at, for his performance as Freddie Mercury. I think this is one of his more serious roles he's done as, like, an actor because he was in A Night at the Museum, and that was, like, a child's movie, I guess you right, could say. Right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he uh, he played uh, was the pharaoh, I think. Uh, was, it King, was it King Tut? I don't remember the exact name. Or was it Achman Ra? Or is that another guy? I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, he, uh, yeah, I, I know he played, uh, yeah, he played, yeah, sorry, Pharaoh Achman Ra. You're right. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in years. Oh, I love watching it. It always plays at Christmas for some reason. Really? Yeah. I never thought about that movie as a Christmas movie. I I think it's one of them. Maybe not the first one, but the second one. I don't remember. And then another actor who who was in that movie, who, or another artist, I guess, who passed away, uh, Robin Williams, right? Oh, right, right. yeah. He he plays uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Um, He passed away shortly before the release of the third film, right? I believe so, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Oh man, M- him is Miss, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow, that movie. I I'm obsessed with that movie. Really? Yeah. My favorite Robin Williams performance is probably Genie from yes. Aladdin. Yes. It just it hit. Aladdin was my favorite. One of my favorite movies yeah. growing up, Same. and it's still probably my favorite Disney it's a cartoon. Classic. I can I can like 
I can sing the songs. I just, I, I like, you know, the opening monologue. Yeah, from you the, sung the it to me when we were walking somewhere. Yeah, I, I have it memorized. That's how much I love that movie. I'm, my parents, I don't remember where we got it, but uh, I had this little uh, CD, this Aladdin CD Aww. with all the songs, and I would just listen to it on repeat. <laughs> and I just loved it. I loved um, what's. Um, Friend Like Me was my favorite, obviously. Yeah. But I also love the song One Jump Ahead, you know, when he's trying to get away from the uh, the guards yeah. after stealing the loaf of bread. Yes. Oh, that was my favorite. But yeah, definitely, uh, The Genie is my favorite Robin Williams performance. Just the energy, the, uh, the, the vibe he brought to that character, you know? Like, there's... He's... Oh, it's such an incredible performance he did. Yeah, and now they're um, redoing Aladdin, like in live are. action. Yeah. And Will Smith is the genie. Is it Will Smith? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Will oh. Smith's the genie. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I feel like we keep going back on the topic of, uh, yeah, I feel like we keep going back on the reboot thing, and I'm just kind of like, do we really need it? Do we really? I, I Yeah, I have mixed feelings about it, because yeah. I am excited, because they did the same thing with um, Beauty and the Beast, yeah. right? Yeah. And did you watch the live action Beauty and the Beast? I saw bits and pieces, but not the full movie. It wasn't bad. It like was I actually, fine. I actually quite liked it, and I liked that they were um, faithful to the cartoon. They didn't yeah. necessarily try and take it in a different direction. Like the songs were there for the most part. The, like the iconic uh, songs, like uh, Bonjour. Oh, that's uh, such a beginning. good song. Yeah. And uh, of course, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Like that the, was the, actually the really scene. good. Yeah, it was such a good. Um, I think John Legend oh, and, and uh, Ar- Ar- Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande singer, right. right? Yeah, um, beautiful. It was a really great cover, really great version of the song. So I'm excited to see what um, they do with Aladdin. I want, I want it to be really good. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence as you. Like I, I love Will Smith, but I just feel like no one can fill Robin Williams' shoes when it comes to the no, genie. yeah, no one can top that performance. So I, and there's the thing, right? Will Smith can either. Uh, I, I feel like Will Smith might be criticized either way. Yeah. Either he's going to be too much like the genie from the cartoon and he's going to rip, like people are going to uh, accuse him of just ripping off Robin Williams. Yeah. Or he's going to do his own thing and people are going to get mad that he went in a different direction and it's nothing like Robin Williams. Yeah. You know, like it, it's so hard to find that happy medium where you can please uh, a lot of people. Either way, you're going to, like people aren't going to like it and any uh, no matter what you do but you have to find the the method that pleases uh the most amount of people like the greater amount of people you know yeah exactly so i'm i'm cautiously optimistic there i want i want i want will smith to do a really great job uh i feel like he definitely will though but uh, i feel like there's gonna be those people that always pick apart the mm-hmm. littlest things so true yeah. yeah did you see the trailer they dropped for it like the little teaser yeah Aww. i'm not gonna lie gave me shivers yeah, I was just, like, oh, this looks kind of good. Like when I heard like the Arabian Nights theme, that do, yeah. do, 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 do. <laughs> oh man, I it, like, and seeing like Yago just flying and then the Cave of Wonders, oh. So good. I was like, I had, I am, I like after the trailer dropped, my family and I just watched the original cartoon over the weekend and I was just, oh, I forgot how much I absolutely love that movie. Aww. I wonder how they're going to pull off Abu. Oh, probably like visual or special effects. Is it going to be a CGI monkey? I don't know. Probably. Honestly, probably. Like, is it going to be like a CGI monkey that that like laughs and smiles and stuff? I'm, huh, interesting. I wonder how they're going to do that. Like, is Iago going to be talking? I don't know. That'd be kind of weird because he didn't fully speak in the original. It was just like sound effects almost in a way. Or Abu. 
Oh, I'm, I'm talking about Abu. Sorry. Yeah, Abu. Abu was uh, just like yeah. Noises I got confused stuff. for a second. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, Yago, he he had a, he definitely talked. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, he was hilarious. Yeah. But I'm I've 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 never seen a live action bird, even if it's like CGI. I've never seen a live action bird talk in a movie. I don't think I have. Have you? Mm, I don't think so. I can't think of any. Um. So I I don't, maybe it'll be the first time we see a parrot talking and maybe. you know. Because I love the original actor's voice for Diago. For yeah, yeah, Gilbert Gilbert Gottfried, I think. It yeah, is. his voice is just so unique, almost in a way. <laughs> it's such a weird sounding voice, but it's such a comical it's cool. voice. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect voice for that role. I'm excited to see how they do the uh, a whole new world scene, like the magic oh, carpet ride. Oh yeah, that's definitely going to be special effects, no doubt. Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt. But I'm excited to see how they how they pull that off. Yeah, that'll be fun. Ugh, ugh, I love that movie so much. <laughs> You're very passionate about it. Oh yeah, it's 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 my favorite <laughs> Disney cartoon, so I'm excited that they're adapting yeah. that film. But I'm also very nervous because it is my favorite Disney cartoon. I want them to do it. The, I want them to do it justice. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Gotta keep one jump ahead of the breadline, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. One jump ahead of the lawmen. That's all, and that's no joke. These guys don't appreciate I'm broke. Just a little snack, guys. Rip it open, take it back, guys. I can take a hint, gotta face the facts. You're my only friend, Abu. Oh, oh, it's Abu. Gotta eat to live, gotta still to eat. Tell you all about it when I got the time. One jump ahead of the slow pokes, one skip ahead of my doom. Next time, gonna use a nom de plume. One jump ahead of the hitman, one hit ahead of the flock. I think I'll take a stroll around the block. Stop beat! Let's not be too hasty. To live, got to still to eat. Otherwise, we'd get along. One jump ahead of the hoofbeats, one hop ahead of the hump, one trick ahead of disaster. They're quick, but I'm much faster. Here goes, better throw my hand in, wish me happy landing. All I gotta do is jump! But yeah, back onto uh, Band Hero. Um, yeah, I love that video game. I got it for Christmas. Same. Um, really? Yeah. Did you get, what, what system did you get it on? For the Wii. For I'm... the Wii, same. Oh, no way. High five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, my sister and I, remember we got it on Christmas. And since my family does this thing where we op- we don't open our gifts um, on Christmas uh, morning, like oh. the Christmas day, we open our gifts at midnight. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, I, I love doing that. But we were so excited. We couldn't wait to uh, like go back to sleep and then play it in the morning. We actually set it up that night. We ended up going to bed at like 4 a.m. on Christmas. Oh my God. On Christmas Eve, or I guess Christmas Day at that point. Um, but 
uh, I remember uh, playing because uh, it came with three songs, right? It came with "Picture to Burn," uh, "Love Story," and mm-hmm. "You Belong with Me." Yeah. Those were the three Taylor Swift songs, and my sister was the biggest Taylor Swift fan, so of course those were like the first we had to play. Yeah, and they were actually really fun to play. My sister was because um, we ca- we bought the set that came with the drum kit, the guitar, and the mic. Same, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was I started off as the guitarist, and my sister would sing. Um, but then we kind of slowly transitioned where my sister ended up uh, playing guitar and I would drum. No way. And I, I, it was so fun. I loved, I felt like an actual drummer. <laughs> no way, that's it hilarious. Was, it was so much fun. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of singing because I sound like a dying moose. So I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not singing. I didn't like the drums that much. I liked the guitar better. So I was just, you know, killing it on the guitar mm-hmm. with the... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Let's dance. So Let's dance, I yeah. was killing it. There's it was great. so many great songs on that. There was um, uh, she will be loved. Right? Oh, Miss American Pie. Miss, yeah. My my Miss American Pie. Oh, such a good song. I was obsessed with it. My mom's like, "How do you like that song? That You're was my so sister. young." Oh no, my sister was just annoyed by that song because <laughs> it was it's it was it's a long song. It is. Right? It is. And the intro, like, since she would generally play guitar, right? Yeah. And there was like barely any guitar in the beginning mm-hmm. so she'd just kind of stand there and she'd be bored and she she hated when i chose yeah. that song uh but no i love the song. there was um that okay go song too uh, okay. um a million ways right maybe i don't even remember you honestly I, I really like okay go so that's why that one stood up to me but there were a bunch of songs like naive by the kooks yes um and then the adventure by angels and airwaves just a bunch of really fun songs and i think they had an american reject song on there like maybe it was yeah, a move um, along no. no dirty little secret that's it yeah, yeah dirty little it. secret and uh they had that uh ali and aj song like whoa oh that was a <laughs> such a good song that was a great game oh man i wish i i i should play that i game still again. have it i should play it <laughs> i love video games um Oh, speaking of video games, I uh, I, I guess we're uh, uh, it's a running thing on this show where we just review everything really late. <laughs> like we'll end up reviewing um, Bohemian Rhapsody pretty late. We'll probably review it uh, weeks after it's been released. So I mean, That's let's okay. just let's just let's just run with it. Delayed reviews. So uh, a delayed review here. Uh, Spider-Man PS4. I was talking to you about it yeah. a few months ago, wasn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I was. I uh, I was so excited to get it. And uh, as when I sat down, oh man, okay. Here's the review for Spider-Man PS4. I'd give it five uh, five web slingers out of four crawling spiders. Wow. Yeah, that's my review. Five web slingers out of four crawling spiders. It is a great game. <laughs> You should go out and get it. The story it tells, it's actually a really good story. I, I'd go as far as saying as it, it might be um, the best Spider-Man story I've seen on a screen. Uh, like were the graphics really, really good? Oh, it was so well animated. So good. And just the beginning of the game, the intro, oh, it just it makes you, it, it instantly puts you uh, in such a good mood. It makes you feel, I, I hate saying this because like so many people, so many reviewers have said it but it makes you feel like spider-man it kicks off with this song this one's alive by warbly jets
What'd you think of that song? It really fits, I think, the Spider-Man video game aesthetic. I could so see it being played in it. Right? It was. It was. It's such a great song to kick it off. I remember grabbing the controller. And I was like, "Oh, holy crap! This is happening. This is such a good song. What song is this?" <laughs> uh, like, I was. My mind was going like, like a million miles a minute. It was. Oh, oh so <laughs> you were good. into it. I was so into it. I. So yeah, that's my delayed review of Spider-Man PS4. Definitely get it if you like Spider-Man, and definitely get it if you don't like Spider-Man because you will like Spider-Man afterwards. So there we go. That's my review. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man. Again, I was young, right? Yeah. Uh, Aladdin and Spider-Man were my two favorite things in the world. So yeah, I, I I don't know. I was just really excited when they announced it. I was really excited leading up to it, and I was so happy that like the hype. Uh, that, that the expect you know they exceeded the expectations going yeah. into it. Love because there was so much hype around the game, and you know, like when there's so much hype with something, yeah, chances are it, 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 there's a there's an even bigger chance of it disappointing. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so true. Oh! 
so have you gotten your uh, Young the Giant tickets yet? Yeah, my friend, uh, well, our friend bought them, so we're going together. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Stephanie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, get paper tickets or online? I believe they're going to be on the phones now. Oh, really? I think that's how it is now going to be working. It started on November 1st, where to get into the venue, you just have to use your phone. There's oh, no really? More, there's no more uh, paper tickets. That's weird. I think I... Pretty sure I got mine mailed to me, but oh, who knows? Maybe it'll just be a piece of paper saying ah, "jokes on you." Yeah, I don't know. Because I know for the upcoming Jack White concert, I think it's this week. Wait, right? Jack White? I've heard. I've Jack White is I like the thing I've heard about Jack White concerts is that he uh, he's like no phones, right? Yeah, because he's saying he wants to be like an experience for you to just focus on him as like the artist and not be on your phone type of thing. And like, like I totally get it, but I just people like remembering shows with pictures and videos. Like I totally get that, but I just he's weird. That's yeah. That's <laughs> that's kind of an interesting thing because like I yeah like you said I totally understand why uh, uh, an artist wouldn't want the people to be on their phones. It's kind of disrespectful to them. Yeah. But at the same time, um, like I, I I pull out my phone at a concert. But never to text, never to surf the web. I always just pull it out to take videos, to take oh, pictures, to remember it. So yeah. I don't know. It kind of sucks. But the th- reason why I realize that is that if if we're doing um, paperless tickets now, and if they're just going to be on the phone, how are people going to get in if they're not allowed to bring in their phones? Uh, so basically what they said is that you can obviously bring your phone to get into the venue. But as soon as you like get entered into the building, they're going to take your phone and put it in this some some type of security box or bag, whatever it is, that's going to be locked. So then you just go into the venue, enjoy the concert. Then when you come back, you have to go get your phone. And who knows how long that's going to take. Like, I just see that as a very, very long thing to do. Yeah, that sounds like a huge inconvenience. Yeah, and like, let's say like you're sending like your daughters there and they're underage. Like, how are you going to be able to contact them after the show is gone? Because who knows how long it'll take oh, to get man. your phone, you know, then parents are worrying. So I just see that as a very stupid thing. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that sounds kind of... It's a lot of work. Yeah, and, and, and it's, I don't know if I necessarily, necessarily I trust, trust that. that. Yeah. No, because I'm just like, do you have like bags for or boxes for every single person going into the venue or or are these bags holding multiple phones because that's like the mts center isn't a huge uh stadium but it's not small either like that's gonna be a lot of people a lot of phones just there yeah i'm i'm interested to see how that works so how are people gonna know which phone is whose like are they just exactly free for all it like (laughs) yeah basically at this point it sounds like it that's that's yeah no I'm not. It just sounds like a really big hassle. It does it does and it kind of sucks because like say Jack White is one of your favorite artists you want to remember that night yeah. you don't want to remember it for the night that you almost lost your phone or or it was just a huge hassle to get it back you know. Yeah without a doubt I think some phones are gonna go missing and or stolen like that's just how Winnipeg is I'm sorry. And I know um I know Jack White has done the no phone thing before. Yeah. Because. A lot of artists have, actually. Yeah, this isn't the first we're hearing of this, but it's... It's just a big inconvenience with the uh, paperless ticket situation. Yeah, no, I bet. Because, you know, most other concerts, they do use paper tickets. Yeah. So there's no real problem there. You literally just leave your phone at home or whatever. Yeah, but you know even, it's safe. But it's even then, like, what if you need to call a cab or something? Or, what if you? Yeah, if there's an need, emergency. Yeah, exactly. What then if what? you need to get your ride? Uh, you can't necessarily always just leave your phone at home. No, it's kind of like a vital thing to have because you never know when an emergency can arise. Nowadays, so. yeah, it, it's crazy, huh? Yeah, it's crazy how everything has happened. Because just look back 
not like 20 years cell phones were not as huge as popular as they are no. nowadays um especially with phones like flip phones you couldn't do half the things and flip phones are pretty recent like the first iphone the first touchscreen smartphone uh was introduced in 2007 no way yeah only 11 years holy yeah no steve jobs introduced it in 2007 um and before that, the smartphones were like Blackberries. They were just smart because they had those keyboards. And you could kind of play some pretty cr- crummy games. Yeah. Uh, but other than, other than that, yeah, you, you could only release message people or make phone calls. You can't do half the things you can do with phones nowadays. Isn't it crazy? It, no, it really is. Like, think about it. Uh, if if you wanted to uh, say know when your next bus was coming, yeah. you had to like you had to actually call the the hotline or something. Nowadays, you literally just have an app for that. Yep. Just check the app to see how how many minutes till your bus comes here, or or what route you have to take to get to a certain destination. It's it's ridiculous how phones have become such an integral part of our day-to-day lives yeah it's actually crazy to think about how far cell phones have come like it's crazy when did you get your first cell phone i got my first cell phone in grade nine grade nine yeah what kind of phone was it it was a purple blackberry a purple blackberry it was and the keyboard was the loudest thing i've ever heard (laughs) like you knew when i was texting when did you get your first like smartphone your first like you have an iphone right yes when did you get your first iphone so i got it right after my blackberry because my the contracts i think were two years or were they three I think there were three years back yeah, then. Yeah, so then I must have got it in grade 10. I don't even know, honestly. I'm going to say around grade 10 or 11, that's when I got like the iPhone 4, and that thing was a beast. It was a brick, literally. Yeah. Th- they were but, heavy. <laughs> but at the time, they were they were the thing to have, the the best phone out there. And even... then, yeah, like back then, you're like, this is the greatest phone ever. And then uh, looking back at it with my iPhone 6, the camera quality, it's okay. It's not as great as like the iPhone X or all those new models, mm-hmm. but compared to the 4. Wow, like yeah, it's crazy. They've come a long way yeah. in a small amount, a short amount of time. Yeah, because I remember when I would take my iPhone 4 to concerts, like Justin Bieber, I went and saw him, and my photos were so awful because the camera was just bad. But it's weird. I remember at the time thinking, damn, these are good looking photos. Yeah, like certain photos and good lighting, they would look great. But then, like, if you were in a concert setting, you know, where it's dark and then you got those lights, it would always distort the person mm-hmm. under the lights. So it was kind of crappy. And not to mention how just crappy the front facing camera was. Yes, it was awful. It was so blurry. Like, we really used those and thought they were good. Yeah. Can you believe? And it's funny because even back then, you'd look at the advertisements for the iPhone 4. Yeah. And the, the pictures they would use, like, the... the the, the images were so clear. Yeah, and then you're which like, is a complete what? lie, I guess. Yeah, but it's like that is not what mine looks like. That's no. false advertising. I got my first. Uh, f- I didn't get a phone for a while. Um, I had a flip phone for a long time. One of those Motorola razors. Oh yeah, my dad had one. Yes, mm-hmm. they were a great time. <laughs> they were. They were. They were. They were some sexy looking phones. They're sleek. As as flip phones go, they were really good looking. Yes. Um, but I didn't get my first phone my first iPhone until I was in grade 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, uh, like, I had to work for it, you know? Yeah. I had to, I had to be it up, and I'm not mad that that happened. Yeah. Like, I, I remember the first time I got my iPhone, it was such an incredible experience. No, yeah, it was. It was so it's exciting. exciting. You're like, wow, look at me. I'm all grown up. I have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And not just a cell phone. It was, like, an the iPhone. The cell phone of the time, yeah. you know? So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember because uh, I'd gone from an iPod Touch yeah. to an iPhone 6. Yeah. And that was just such a 
such an upgrade. Yeah, like I remember when I would always get like upgrades and stuff. We'd always go for the zero dollar phones because mm-hmm. like that's how it goes now. Like whenever Apple brings out the newest model, all the older phones go down to zero dollars. So and, and you say older phones, but really they're not that old. Not at all. But that's just how it's kind of marketed as like, it's oh, sad. here's the older models because we're trying to make way for the new ones. <sighs> and I'm actually due for a new phone like right now because Ooh. yeah, I'm very excited honestly. What are you gonna go for? I think the iPhone eight plus. Ooh, dang! I like really want the big wa- one. The big one. <laughs> Even though it's gonna fall out of my hand, so those are big. They are They're like mini tablets. Yeah, but I really want an iPhone X. But do I feel like paying two hundred dollars? No, not really. Yeah, yeah, it's such a struggle. In- I I really 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 want the iPhone like XR. Yeah, my dad does too, and I'm like, <laughs> good luck with that. Because it's like I, they released two this year, right? The yes. XR and the XS. Yeah, like, what's even, like, the difference between them? I don't even know. All I know is the XR is supposedly the cheaper model. Oh, okay. It's so there's, like, like, a high-end and a low-end, basically. Mm-hmm. Remember, oh, okay. Remember when the iPhone 5 dropped? Oh, and God, And they dropped yeah. the, the 5S and the 5C? The 5C. Oh, my God, that phone. I hated it so much. And the 5C was that, that cheaper plastic yeah. one? But the thing is, those um the colorful backing that it was in kept falling off of mine. Really? Yeah, like that was a problem with all of them. Like the like, screen would keep popping out of it. And I'm like, is this supposed to happen, Apple? Huh. Did I pay all this money to be disappointed? Yes, yes I did. That's ridiculous. It's because it's so much money too. I know, it's like, crazy. There's such a, and, and it's, it's frustrating because they're so, they're so expensive. And at the same time, the features aren't even that crazy. But no, like, I'm not. such, I'm such a, fan of Apple that I'll still oh, me. buy their products. Yeah, I know there's another um, new uh, phone. It's called the Huawei. I think uh, I'm pronouncing the it right. The Huawei, I think. You're Thank you, the, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. The that H I... is silent, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh, they have a um, it's called a MateBook, so I'm guessing it's like a dupe of a MacBook, but it's just as much as a MacBook. It's $2,000. And does it look? It looks exactly like my MacBook that I'm on right now. But which one, like, does it have any features that rival the MacBook, or is it just, like, a blatant ripoff of the MacBook? Um, if it has a touch bar, then it's basically a ripoff. But let me see. Oh, no, there's no touch bar, but it basically has the same look of a MacBook. That's weird. That's interesting. That's weird. How has Apple not, like, sued them for... Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but I've heard that their cameras are really good. Like when you take a selfie, it like adjusts and stuff and does all this crazy things. So. Yeah, I've heard the Huawei phones are pretty good. The only phone I would consider uh, dropping iPhone for would be the Google Pixel. Yeah, one of my friends has it and she loves it. Yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about the Google Pixel. Just the thing is, like when they post Snap Stories, it, it's in like a weird font and sometimes the photos can look really like of poor quality. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. But yeah. um, the thing I like about Google Pixel though, or like Google as a whole, is like the jabs they take at Apple sometimes. Yeah. Because one thing I really hate about Apple is the fact that the, uh, the Plus uh, model of their phones uh, always comes with better features. Yeah. Like... It, just keep the same features for both phones. Just make them bigger. Yeah. If if someone wants a bigger phone, then there you go. Make it a bit more expensive, but don't 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 add crazy features that that other people can't afford. Yeah. But they still know they'll make money. Yeah, they I still know. know they're gonna make money off people. But that's what Google did. They like they with their I think it was the Pixel Two. They were like, yeah, we have two versions of the Pixel Two. There's the standard size and a bigger size, but 
both phones are identical in features. Yeah. The only difference is the size, and there was like crazy applause. Everyone loved that because it's it's ridiculous that Apple does that, right? Yeah. It's it, yeah. I agree. It's ridiculous, but it's Apple, so I'm not yeah. surprised. Yeah. Oh, when I woke up tonight, I said, I gotta make somebody love me. I'm gonna make somebody love me. And now I know, now I know, now I know, I know that it's you. You're lucky, lucky, you're so lucky.
Someday by the Strokes off of their album, Is This It? You were mentioning you really like that album cover, right? I'm obsessed with it. It's so risque. It is. Because it came out, like, what, 2001? Uh, yeah, 2001. Yeah. But they had to, um, I'm pretty sure they had to change the album cover for North American stores. No way. That's yep. crazy. North American stores were like, no way. That's too risque for us. But it's just a girl with a hand on her hip. Like, it's not really showing anything. No, not at all. But even then, that was too, uh, too, too, uh, tease, too much of a tease. Wow. For, for music stores. So the the North American cover, it's it's pretty it's nice, I guess. It's 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 some uh I think it's the cover of a a textbook. Oh. Different approach. You see it there? That's uh, what it looks like. I'm not a fan of that. It, it's just too much going on. It's it's it, I like it. It's cute. It's a it's an like it's a good album cover if like if you hadn't seen the original one, this would be pretty good. Not to me. Like, see, the thing is, I like a lot of things that are very minimal and clean. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I'm not a fan. Like, the colors to me just don't go well together. Wow, this is really my digital media design. <laughs> of course, just coming right out of me. <laughs> no, I, I, I like it. It's not, uh, but I don't like it as much as the uh, as the original cover. Yeah. It, it sucks that the freaking North American stores that be like, nope. But nowadays, it. you see, like, cover art, and it's just as, it's even more risque than this. Yeah, I feel like we've become, we, we were a lot more slack. Yeah. But even, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird because uh, you, have you seen the Arctic Monkeys uh, album cover for their album Suck It and See? Yes. So you know, like, what it is, right? What yes. is it? Yeah. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. It's that's just, plain. It's just a, a, a beige-ish, beige-ish uh, cover with the words Suck It and See written on it. Very minimal. Uh, the and many uh, like album record stores would cover it up with a sticker. Because <laughs> it says suck it and see. Because it says suck it and see. That's not even and that And they were bad. like, that is sexual innuendo. We can't have that in our stores. Oh, my God. And it's it's really stupid because the, the expression suck it and see actually isn't a sexual reference. Yeah. If I was reading about it. Um, it's an expression meaning if you don't try it, like try it and you'll see, you know, yeah. try it and then you'll know. To an extent, I get why they had to cover it up because if they're thinking if little kids come in with a parent and they see that, you know what I mean? I, I could see it, but I'm still like, really? Yeah, no, like I totally, I get why, especially in North America, people would be like, oh, that's very risque. But at the same time, it's like, it's come on. Yeah. It's, they're just, it's, yeah. People no. are, people, people can be very sensitive. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I, I love the Arctic Monkeys. I love the Strokes. I love that album as, by the Strokes. I wish they would release new music. Yeah. Their last album came out in 2013. Oh, that was quite a while ago then. Come wow. Down Machine, yeah. Uh, they released a three-song EP in 2016, uh, but I thought that would mean, you know, more music soon. Yeah, and then they were but like, no. psych. Yeah, they, uh, Julian went off to do uh, his own thing with The Voids and... Albert Hammond Jr., their guitarist, he released a, a solo album, uh, Francis Trouble, which is pretty good. Uh, he's a, he's a good artist. Have you ever heard of his music, Albert Hammond Jr.? No, I haven't. He's a, he's got a very specific. He's got a very interesting voice. I really like his guitar work. He's a very good guitar uh, player. Uh, this let's play this one. This one's called I think it's called Saint Justice. Uh, it could be like I don't know could be street justice for all i know because it's like st dot justice and um there used to be there's a song by young giant called uh st walker 
Ooh. It's actually called Street Walker, but for the longest time, I just see it and think it was called Saint Walker. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, this one's called uh, ST.Justice. That's what I'll call it. National Donut Day, by the way. Yum. Yeah, you just told me it was uh, National Donut Day. What's? Do you like donuts? Yeah, but I'm very vanilla with my donuts. Like I, I like sour cream glaze, honey crullers, chocolate glaze, and that's about it. See, you say that, but I feel like honey crullers and sour cream glazed are two of the least, uh, well, not least vanilla, but like two of the. They're not very common. People. They're don't, pretty boring mm, though. <laughs> they're they they might be boring, but a lot of people don't like them. 
Yeah, like my dad doesn't like them. Whenever I get them, he's like, ew, you like those? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, honey crullers in partic- particular. I love honey those, crullers. They're so airy and glazed. Like when, when they're glazed with, with perfection, oof. Yeah, but oof. so many people are like, nope, I hate those because they're so, so weird. They're so soft on the inside. I'm that's, like, I that's love the that. best part. Yeah. yeah. I love donuts so much. Ugh. I, I, the best donut I've had uh, was a peanut butter and jelly donut. Oh, that was at Bronuts, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was actually my first time having like a more um, sophisticated donut, if you will. I think mm-hmm. it was like a balsamic or something, and it was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they they Bronuts have some pretty good donuts, mm-hmm. but that peanut butter and jelly sandwich donut just, ooh, it <laughs> left me thinking. <laughs> so, Alex. Yes. It's that time of the day. Oh. Game of Thrones. You watched episode four. I did. Let me know. What's your review on episode four? Oh, my God. So at the very end of the episode, um, the short guy's name, what's his name? Tyrion. Thank you. They were basically blaming him for Bran's fall, mm-hmm. and they were pointing all his swords at him, and I'm like, oh, my God, no. Yeah, and it's it's sad because they blame him for Bran's fall yeah. after he went to help Bran. Yeah. You know, after he gave him the, the, the blueprints for the saddle that he had come up with. Yeah, and then another scene that stuck out to me was when a... It was where the, uh, what's, it's, is it called the tribe? The, what are, what are they the called? The Dothraki? Yes, the Dothraki. And it was, Khaleesi was in a tent or whatever. And then her brother came in, like stormed in. And the Dothraki had made, like, I guess, presents for her brother. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, basically, like, ripping them apart. Because he's like, I don't want this, blah, 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 blah. And then he hits her. And I, like, literally gasped. Because I was like, oh, my God. Like, he just freaking hit his sister. Like, what the hell? And then she hits him back with this chain. And then, like, literally goes all um, boss-ass bitch on him. So I love that. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, you can already see her. Character s- development. Yeah, starting to come into her own. Yeah. Ugh, I love her. Yeah, and then she was like, well, I'm carrying his bo- his baby boy inside me. And then I was like, yes! <laughs> tell him! Ugh, <laughs> uh, I love her. Yeah, she I, she's one of my favorites, I think, as of right now. Good, good. Yeah. What do you think of Jon Snow up at the wall? I love it. He, uh, he, he was just introduced to uh, his friend, uh, his... Like, yeah, his friend Sam, right? Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, that scene where they're scrubbing the table and then that uh, other guy comes in. It was just kind of like, it was like a really wholesome moment than that old guy to come in and kind of like. Ruin it. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's a mean dude. I don't uh, like him. Yeah, I'm but not I, getting good vibes from him. No, but I'm glad you're liking it. Okay, so that was episode four. Yeah. Uh, next episode uh, is, will be hopefully pretty good too. Ooh. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Uh. But there is some Game of Thrones news uh, for season eight. I'll uh, keep it as non-spoilery for you as possible. But I, I'm pretty sure you even saw some. Uh, yeah, I think I saw a bit. Mm-hmm. And the Game of Thrones is a type of show where even if you see an image, it's already basically kind of a spoiler. Like it could be <laughs> a simple image of someone standing there. Yeah. And you're like, well, great. Now I know he's alive. Yeah. But um, no, uh, it's, uh, their uh, Entertainment Weekly posted... Uh, their first, the first official image of season eight, Ooh. which is really exciting. Um, I hope I hope you didn't see it. No, I don't think I have. Good, good. Uh, but the first official image of season eight, and that means I'm pretty sure that we're gonna be getting trailers soon. Ooh, trailers and and 
and the date, the release date for season eight. And that's coming in 2019? 2019. And it'll probably be, probably be early 2019. Oh, so like coming up basically. Because mm-hmm, I thought it was going to come out in the summer. No, no. Yeah, hopefully. The, what I read, there was a report that uh, they're aiming to release all six episodes uh, by the Emmy's cutoff date. Oh, it's just six episodes. Yeah, it's just oh, six episodes wow. for the season. Wow. But they've got the biggest budget they've ever had. That's crazy. Do you know how much the budget is? Like, have they released that at all? I think it's $15 million per oh, episode. Oh, wow. Per episode. Per episode. Yep. Can you imagine having $15 million? Can you imagine that? <laughs> but yeah, could you imagine the things that are going to go down in those six episodes? I'm not even that far into the season, but I'm excited. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, so if they're, if that means that they're trying to get all six episodes before the Emmys cutoff date, it means that it'll, the latest it can uh, premiere is, I think, late April. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I'm so excited because that means we'll be out of school. Yeah. And it'll it'll be a, an incredible start to a summer. Oh, wow. I can't wait till it's summer. Oh, me Oh, either. wow. So, yeah, that's uh, some Game of Thrones gossip. As always, we'll, uh, as soon as the trailer drops, as everything will be, I'll be talking about it on here. Uh, maybe we'll see how uh, spoiler-free I can get. Maybe I'll just get you to leave the room or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's our Game of Thrones news. You might kill me with desire. Why me tighter than no why? It's something natural to do to me. I run away like Mercury. Yeah, I know you think it's rough when you're trying to patch us up. And I say, honey, what is love? You just say I drink too much. Maybe I'm defective. Or maybe I'm done I'm sorry, so sorry for what I've done Maybe I'm bad-natured, or maybe I'm young I'm sorry, so sorry for what I've done And I'm the t-shirt
that was Sorry by Nothing But Thieves. This has been episode five of Control Alton Geek. We hope you've enjoyed it in our, our little conversations talking about Apple products, uh, upcoming Disney live action adaptations, and again, whatever else we wanted to talk about. My name's Oscar. And my name's Alex. We hope you have a great week. We're going to leave you with this one. This one's called Eat That Up, It's Good For You by Two Door Cinema Club. Have a great week. Bye.